0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Okay, now we can go. Um, This is our July fifteenth, 2020 PTAC meeting. We've had our, our opening prayer. We've had our financial report. We had technical difficulties, so we will have to reschedule Our special guest, which was the school board um, candidate. Um, We're talking now about our membership and what ideas we have for preparing our future Dreamers leaders this fall um, for school and particularly even this summer. Uh, We talked a little bit about Jamel um, and his teaching online and his summer boot camp. Um, I'm going to also throw out the fact that uh, HBCU Kids and NMP Information are working together to um, move a, an entrepreneurship slash pre college education online uh, resource. Um, the HBCU Kids portion is called Smart Curriculum, and it stands for S Science Technology Innovation. M stands for Math Problem Solving and Analysis. A stands for Artifacts of Culture and Appreciation of African American History. R stands for Reading and Comprehension. T stands for Thinking Skills, Test-Taking Tips, and Techniques. And we are working on the website now. Um, We're working to make it free for members. um, And at some type of cost that can be billed, we're looking to see if we can bill um some organizations to keep it up and protect it because it's going to be critical that the platform is protected so that learning disruptions don't occur with like what we just had so um very very important that we um we want to do things free but we also have to make sure that it's protected and learning can't be disrupted or we become um trapped by our own knowledge. You know, we have so much knowledge, but if it can't be accessible to the people who need it the most, then everything we'll do will be for naught. The other thing that I wanted to, oh, I'm sorry, any questions or thoughts on that? So as we look at trying to get a curriculum um, built, we're looking at um, two pieces, as I said, entrepreneurship, as well as um the traditional SMART. Um we are thinking it will be for all ages from zero, which is a, a mother that's taking care of her newborn baby, um, all the way up to 18 years old. Um, at the point of 18 years old, Jamal, you could tell us that there's things that are already out there, which I think there's a whole lot of stuff out there. Um for individuals that are 18 years old or older?
0: Yeah. Yes, there are.
2: Now for the zero to uh, 12th grade, like I said, we already have the curriculum um, pretty much together as far as topics. We would be looking for people who have the time and the ability to, uh, you know, help lead the individuals through the learning process, um, particularly those that are going to be really um, in despair when they cut off the uh, unemployment. I think in next week is the word. And the eviction processes will start in about, I think, a week or two. Anyone aware of anything that... um, we would need to do in terms of, um, I'd say getting members, because like I said, it's gonna take members in order for us to finance the cost of um, getting our website. Thoughts, anybody?
3: Miss Ruth, Miss Brenda? Uh-oh,
1: I'll let Ms. Ruth go first.
3: Well, my thought as I'm hearing you speak is just to continue to share what PTAC is um, and make people aware of how important um, this is for our children's future. I have not done a great job of um, sharing this, so I'm excited to start sharing this with parents, especially in those of uh, some of the school systems going totally virtual. And some planning to go planning to do some days on, some days off. Um, So I think this will be a good, especially this website that you're talking about, people will be interested in that. Uh, My grandson is now in summer school, and I see what they're doing virtually. So um, my concern has been about parents knowing what to do when their kids are learning virtual. So that's been a subject of interest. How do we get parents acclimated to teaching their children at home? And that's, um, I think we can use that as a, um, as a launching for what we're doing in PTAC or with the, HD, with the kids website. Um, also, I, um, you had asked earlier about what things were we what we could do maybe in the interim, and I really think it's time to be calling on some of these um, retired school teachers and that's a good um, idea. We have been substitute teachers. We need to get all of us ready and prepared for this virtual teaching because it's going to take more than where some classrooms have had up to 30 children. It's gonna. I, I can't see them dealing with 30 children online, so I'm thinking they're going to need more um, teachers. So that was my thought during this time of how, you know, when shall we return back to school? But if we don't return back to school, we're going to need all the help we can get. So I think we have a great opportunity to share what we're doing here and then, like I said, the importance of keeping our children occupied during their break time, even if it's several times a week, maybe it's not something that they're online every day because they're out there, they're, they're tech, technologically savvy. They're already playing games 24 seven. So let's give them something to learn while they're in front of that TV. Well, I will
2: tell you, we've, um We actually have a map, and this came from you and Ms. Pelham, you don't remember it, but we went to Richmond to the Department of Education. We must have brainstormed some ideas, so I typed them up and we did a schedule that said uh, the way it would work is between 9 and 10. uh, We would work on activities where they're being exposed to things and exploring things, 11 to 12 we'll do some hands-on projects something like we would send it to them and then maybe they would cut it out or print it out. Or if they, you know, we'll have to think through what resources some of these people and children will have to them. Um, and then they would have lunch from 12 to one and work on discipline lessons. Um, you know, etiquette, things like that. They can learn, um, virtually, but having their lunch and, and, um, just little tips, how to use silverware, uh, things that we would think that would help them once we came out of a COVID-19 environment. And then the last hour will be application and that's the part that will be online. So they really wouldn't be like online, online intensive, but for one hour, 60 minutes. Um, and then two to three, they would be cleaning up whatever the mess that they made. Um, you know, or whatever they need to do around their house to make sure that they have a clean area to return to the next day. And the action packets that we would mail to them in advance would be like a workbook, a video, um, or a, a list of videos that they could go to on YouTube. A um, pin it to remind them that there's a future, there's light at the end of the tunnel, like uh, somebody could sponsor a Virginia State pennant, hint, hint, or, uh, Wilberforce pennant, hint, hint, um, give them some index cards and have the HBCs on them that, you know, babies could enjoy all the way up to a 12th grader. We use it as resources and then a dream sheet, you know, we would capture what their dream is. What do they want? What do they see their life being? And the goal, once they become a senior in high school, some type of recognition or some type of, um. May not have to be scholarship, but just something that gives them uh, what, they, what a lot of the kids missed out this year, that sense of completion. Um, so any senior, we would want to see what we can do to match them to either a tablet or a computer of their own um, if they don't already have something, but something that equips them to go out into the world and not feel like they got a messed up education, they can't think, they can't process. We want to give them something that says, you went through the smart school and so you have everything you need and if you don't have it we're gonna you've you've been taught how to go out and find it how to research it so some of the questions i had gotten from teenagers that since then is um you know once they finish this type of program can they go to a good college is this free will they get paid for learning um Mm -hmm. do they really want to go to college and um, you know what? Are, what will they be prepared to do once they come out of the? I don't want to say call it the darkness, but after they come out of this experience, this wilderness experience, who's going to recognize what they've been through? That those are some of the concerns that I heard. And this was before we hit this COVID nineteen. This was just um, over the last couple of years working on this um, curriculum, if we if you want to call it that. I'm calling, I'm claiming it as a
1: curriculum.
2: Any thoughts, questions, ideas? And we just had someone join us, area code
3: 704. Welcome. North Carolina. Hello. But while we're pausing and welcoming the person, um, as you were speaking, I was thinking, we need to get some, in, some paraphernalia or something with the kids on it, even if it's pencils or pens or ribbons or those little bracelet things and not coming out of the treasurer's money but maybe we could donate an extra ten dollars depending on what they cost to get those and freely give to kids who are who would even i know you saying this program would just be for those under membership and maybe even just start there but let's start marketing hbcu kids I know you have some t-shirts mm-hmm. and some things out there, but something that we can actually give away that's not very expensive. OK, mm-hmm. so let's
2: think about one of some of the items, like pencils. Um, pencils
3: or the little bracelets or um, something. Or a combination. You know, yeah, Yeah. A combination of two. What are those little rubber bracelets that everyone gives out?
1: OK. Yeah. Well, the new thing is oh, that Miss Tony, you saying what? The, the new things are thing, what? The new thing, the
2: mask. <laughs> oh, uh, mask, yeah. The, mm, That's right.
1: We could get some yeah. mask design. Yeah, I mean I mean, I know a young man that sells the mask. Terry Briggs, uh, um, he lives in California now, but we purchased some from the city and some of them would have the actual emblem of, you know, our seal, but so I I get a price. For what that would cost, I mean that's a um, probably a bigger order. But the other thing, as far as the educational part of this, though, so can we just like maybe get three people to volunteer to work? Because I'm not sure what direction you're trying to get in that we'll be actually teaching classes to these groups of kids. Yes, teaching some curriculum yes. to do that. But yes, yeah. we we're really. gonna have.
2: We're gonna have a classroom named for Brenda S. Pelham. And Brenda S. Pelham, you're gonna teach the things that you know like the back of your hand. We're gonna have a classroom for Ruth Johnson and she's gonna teach the things that she knows like the back of her hand. We're gonna have a teach a class, Jamel Vandenberg, he's gonna know these things. And what we will do is arrange them around a framework. These teachers could be anywhere Um, but they'll follow a prescribed opening, middle, close, right? We'll record the lessons, and then the lessons will be archived. So then the family can pick the videos under, we'll give them like a syllabus. Like in college, you get a syllabus that says, these are all the things that you are expected to do. And we'll give them the same. Now, we're not saying we're replacing a public school education but what we're saying is until they work this all out, we don't want our children fearful that they're not learning anything. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Well, yeah.
1: And what I was gonna say, maybe sub subcommittee of this group, maybe two or three people can get together and try to brainstorm what's that gonna look like. So, you know, that can start to be working on but okay I think uh, another serious issue would be the fact I don't know if all of y'all are aware, but I'm sure you are that you know our president is trying to take away monies from and get rid of the Department of Education. And of course, that would be devastating for uh, people of color for sure. with the Pell grants that's going to lose the number of teachers, there would be over half a million teachers who will probably lose their jobs. There's just a bunch of statistics out there. So that that is something that grossly worries me as an educator and how that would impact our socially disadvantaged children and their families as well, those kids with disabilities. So that's something that I'd like to put on the agenda to see what we can do to become an advocate for uh, being a voice out there to fight against that, of course, or... Maybe we don't, I don't know, but we that's that's a really big issue as well.
2: But I think we've got to do both. I think we've got to fight to demand what we had said a long time ago, cost per classroom. If we had a cost per classroom metric, think about it. If the schools are shut down, what's the cost of running those classrooms right now?
1: Yeah, right. You see what well, I'm saying? But you still have revenue, reality. huh? Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's a loss. Of, it's an intellectual loss, that's for sure. And uh, especially those kids from K through three—that's that's my heart, what really goes out for those foundational learning classrooms that almost have to be done in person if the if the parents are not apt to to do that type of curriculum. But so you said. Can, you said three key words.
2: If the parents are not at. Right. so yeah, That's, the, that's is. the thing that we've got to identify. That's our root crux. Because when I was in school, they used to fuss and say, why are you wasting time talking about public school? Anybody in their right mind would not send their kids to a public school. You pay for a private education for your children if you think they're worth it. And that sounds good from an MBA classroom. But the reality is, our many of our families don't have the money to put food on the table, let alone pay someone to come to their house with, you know, the education one on one. Oh, so that's the that's what that's the Betsy DeVos or DeVos or whatever however you pronounce her name. That's the model that they're using to eliminate the Department of Education. That we were taught this back in 1996. Hmm. Well, and I didn't think they yeah. were going to do it, but here we are.
1: We definitely have to have a voice to try to preclude that action part of that. No, I'm I'm
2: I'm I'm here with you, Erico seven zero four. Would you like to introduce yourself? Okay. All right, I had to block them because I don't know who they were. All right, so we're back. Um, Now, we had uh, some discussion last month about helping families in need. I think this fits definitely one of the things we were talking about. What if we identified between um, now and our next meeting um a pilot family and when i say a pilot family meaning we sit down we talk to them about this framework of smart and get from them some input as we try to brainstorm and build the curriculum so we're building it around like a model family like a family that doesn't have a computer um you know let's brainstorm now like what would be a if we're saying we wanna help the person in the greatest need, let's describe a couple of features of that family that could really benefit from this and they wouldn't be able to do it on their own. So I'm gonna ask each person to just kind of think in your, close your eyes, think of a family that you know is going to suffer if they don't have access to get to a daily dose of learning. Um, And then we'll try to build that profile of a family. So I'll start off. The family that I'm thinking about has a cell phone and that's it. I mean, really, they don't have a tablet. They don't have a computer. All they have is a cell phone. Jamel?
0: The family that I'm envisioning assisting lives in a food desert and doesn't have access to appropriate nutrition To be able to sustain themselves in order to move
2: ahead. That's a good one. Hey, Miss Ruth?
3: A child that is left alone to himself because the parents are out working, or the parents are Mm -hmm. not there because of other reasons, and so they have no desire or um, they know they're supposed to be in school, but who's making me do this? So those type of children who have no one to guide or direct them. Okay.
2: Ms. Powell?
1: Uh The mother that uh, wants their child to do better, but they don't have the the capability to uh, help them at all. Again, elementary child whose mother is illiterate and uh, will be forced to send their child, I'm sure, will like to send their child to school every day because they're just inadequate to, to teaching that foundational learning or even guiding the child to to uh phonetically announce mountain you know or whatever so, okay those, those that type of family oh i
2: know who 704 was let me unblock that person i think that was one of my line sisters
1: yeah. probably hold up there.
2: i know i'm telling you
1: but i think i have to
2: unblock it so okay um those are great. Those are great. Great start. All right. Now, moving to the next part, I want to share um, some of the things that we had brainstormed and early on. Jamal, you might remember it. this might be before your time, but we had brainstormed what are some of the things that keep us, um, keep the future dreamers and leaders from moving ahead. And so it became favor, fear anger, violence, we said orgasm meaning like just the whole fascination with um, physical pleasure and rage. F-A-V-O-R are barriers that children at home in this environment will be facing. So we said that there was flight, paralysis, hiding, um, cowering, silence, escape, avoidance, running. Under anger, we said there's yelling, there's, there's tears, there's, uh, fighting, uh, and the violence. We said there's murder, there's crime, there's weapons, there's war, there's hospitalizations, there's funeralizations, there's grief, there's retaliation, there's revenge, there's poor communication. Um, and the O for orgasm, we said there was increased pregnancies, increased sexual activities, increased, um, preoccupations, exploration, experimentation, um, Under rage, we had explosive, explosion, unpredictable responses, out of control actions, unexplained choices, dangerous outings, and destruction. Um, our question that we asked about that is, you know, what is a strategic plan against most of the conspiracy rumors that are heard through the grapevine? And we said, so the challenge was to take the exposure, our education, our discipline, our training. And apply it to solve these problems that would prevent 38 million African Americans from moving forward in the future. And Ms. Pelham, you might remember that algorithm that um, I used to have in your office about yeah. what were the themes that we had. Yeah. So that that kind of like that was some of the work that we had done um, early on with PTAC to. I guess prepare for this day that we're in right now. Who knew what's really gonna happen to us? There's going to possibly be a movement where everything is pretty much shut down because if the virus suddenly makes this change or turn or what do you call it, mutation, then there's a possibility that people won't be able to go anywhere. You know, everything will be a hundred percent online. And if you don't already have items for people to be able to click on or get to, um, they'll have to get what's out there. And who knows what's out there, you know, or what will be out there. So that being said, um, what do we think for healing? I'll start with that because we had an out, we had a, a, let's see if I can show it on here. This will be for the recording go back and look at it. Um, we had a, a diagram looking at the three to four things that would help with those things that I read off, and so it was healing, education, land, and parenting. Healing, education, land, and parenting. That if we were able to um, solve those four things, that most of the problems, even nutrition even health, all of those things, we could help be a resource for families. Um, And so in our August call, um, that will be another thing that we will address, healing, education, land, and parenting. Um, How can we um, find connections to put those things into place? And then we should be able to launch by I would say Labor Day, of, uh, this Labor Day. I mean, we're going to rush, but this, we're in a uh, an emergency, state of emergency situation, I think. Anyone agree with me? It. Okay, so between now and um, Friday, I'm going to type up our profile of that family. Um, we'll, um, in a few minutes, just brainstorm a couple of questions that we'd like to ask, so that we would, you know, can compare across the um, spectrum and make sure that we have it nailed down. That we're talking about 60 minutes of instruction time online, like we are today, uh, or by phone, and then um, we'll give them materials um, that can be sent to them, either email or snail mail or whatever. Probably wanting to do snail mail because if that virus um, expands, they probably won't even let you mail stuff to people. So we'll have to try to think about things that can only be sent through email or text. Um, Okay, so with the thought that we have healing, education, land and parenting and we're trying to match uh, solutions for this family, that has a cell phone possibly that's all they have they don't have food they live in a food desert there's not enough nutrition for them they are left alone a lot they might have siblings they might be an only child if they're only child they might be with a grandparent Um, the parents are trying to work Um, they have no one to guide them or direct them they have a mother who wants the child to do better um, but she doesn't have the education behind her Um, elementary school child the mother's possibly illiterate Uh, would like to send their child away to school um, and they can't really guide them through phonetics and things like that. Um, What would be a question to determine the interest? How will we capture someone to, I guess I'm trying to build a script for us to be able to use between now and August. So I'll start. do you have a plan for your child if the schools don't open up in September? That would be one question I have. What about you, Ms. Pelham? What
1: um, what what are the uh, electronic uh, electronic uh, instruments do you have in your home first as be an assessment that can okay. assist you to. You know, to take on instruction via the internet engagement during the internet process.
2: Okay, Jamal.
0: What are the outside forces that are hindering you from being able to focus on your education?
3: Ms. Ruth. trying to
2: pass on this one because I was a little bit distracted. That's fine. We're just saying what questions. We're trying to find an icebreaker so that as we try to build this curriculum around a particular uh, niche, as a particular person that we feel like we're going to, because it's not going to be for everyone. Some people say, my child already knows all of that. I don't need that. I don't want that. And then there's going to be that person says, thank God for you you know, nobody was thinking about me and my situation that I have. Um, So for that, we're saying we need some kind of way to find out who that person is. Mm -hmm. So if you were to come across someone, how would you know if this is something that would benefit them? Oh, Tommy, I Um,
3: I, I, I would think that just sharing and, and opening up a conversation concerning a child's education, just being discerning of what that parent is saying. You know, um a lot of times people say things without even opening their mouths, so kind of being discerning as to what their need may be. So um, okay. I don't know if their specific words would just be a, a conversation about Children in education, and a lot of times they would begin to share what their desire is or what they really need. So, again, just having a conversation with parents about education in their child.
2: That's great. All right. Um, So, it's getting late. I don't want to keep us longer. Do you all feel that we should have another meeting in July? Um, since we probably had yeah. a lot of people that tried to meet tonight and couldn't get on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If someone like to make a motion that we reschedule the I, meeting?
0: I'd like to move that we table this meeting and reschedule it before the 31st of this month to continue this conversation and how we can move forward.
3: Okay. That was
2: all in favor? Okay. Aye. Aye. Mm-hmm. Ms. Powell and Ms. Booth? Yes, I said
1: aye.
2: No. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's unanimous. Um, do we want to do two weeks from today, at the same time, or does anyone have their calendar in front of them?
1: 22nd, 28th. So seven days. From here, be the twenty second or the twenty eighth. It's a Wednesday, anyway. Okay, those Wednesday, you Because
2: the next meeting in August will be. um, It's not on the fifteenth next month. The August meeting is going to be on the seventeenth, which is a Monday.
1: Okay, well that still would do what. Like- Two to three weeks, I mean, four weeks to get, I mean, two weeks to get the next meeting stuff together. Okay. I would meet all,
2: all right. So let's say the 30th, maybe? July 30th is a Thursday? Does
0: that work? Um, as of now, yes.
2: Uh, yeah. 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 All right. So we'll do um, 9 p.m. or do y'all want to do it earlier since this isn't a regular meeting? No, I, I, I would say
0: keep it at keep it at nine. They're
2: nine. Okay. So 9 p.m. I, I,
0: for- I, I, I say that selfishly because I'm <laughs> also I'm still tutoring over the course of the summer, and I'm still seeing clients. So Thursdays has now become my heavy day because I'm not seeing clients on Wednesdays until August.
2: Okay. Ms. Thomas Ruth, 9 p.m.?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I Definitely be home by then.
2: Okay. So 9 p.m., and what we'll do is I will type up what we have and send it into... Um, I'll just I'll just send this to the three of us by four of us I'm sorry by email um, so that we can work this piece out and then I'll give a summary to um, the rest of the membership so they can get excited about it and maybe some of them would want to be pilot uh, families on um, on this adventure but hopefully um, I'll have Jackie um, from Douglasville, Georgia. Um, part of the discussion between now and the thirtieth, so we can um, she'll probably hopefully be able to put a prototype of a website together for us. Okay, all right. We um, want to close this out in a prayer.
0: I guess I will go ahead and do so. Okay. Let us bow our heads and close our eyes. Dear Lord, we thank you for this day. Even though tonight we might have been small in number, we were very large in our efforts to impact our respective communities and come together with our brilliant minds, save the souls of our children and future generations. Lord, let us depart from this meeting going back into our respective environments and areas and let us continue to impact everybody who we come in to contact with. Keep us safe, keep us healthy, keep us covered in your blood, but most importantly in all things that we do, we pray that we keep you first And let our mission be God-centered and not man or woman-centered. And despite all of the interference and all of the barriers that may get in our way, we will stand tall and we will continue to do your will, your way, and your work. It is in the mighty, precious name of Jesus we
2: pray. Amen. 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 We're gonna do this. Amen. I'm really excited to have these classrooms open just like this, and they're gonna work. <laughs> yeah. Amen. All right, y'all have a good evening, and I'll get to work on this. All right. Good night. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Thank you.
1: All all I. Right. Well. Oh, okay. What?